Wrestling is Trash. Wrestling is Trash. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 138 of Wrestling is Trash. We, the Trash Boys, are here for you on another Trash Tuesday to bring you all of the opinions and bookings and thoughts on wrestling in general and the wrestling world and news and pay-per-views and PLEs and HLA and all of the things. Uh, Trash Boys are here with you once again. We missed you guys. I'm sure you guys missed us. And uh, we are back first and foremost before I introduce the second trash boy uh trash boy actually trash boy numero uno to be honest with you um i would like to apologize to everyone out there who was missing an episode last week of wrestling as trash i unfortunately was very unprepared for the show i didn't have anything for you guys that i could kind of produce and kind of bring forth so we missed the show last week and that was uh you can blame this guy right here but with that being said, we're back with you today for an action-packed, extra-fat episode of Wrestling is Trash. Of course, once again, Trash Boys are here. Trash Boy numero dos right here. Lou from the VX, host of the Everything Podcast, co-host of Wrestling is Trash. And to my left, on my screen at least. <laughs> what up, everyone? Nick Anacella. You can also put partial blame on me. As we told you guys, we're, we're working with a whole time difference thing. And it's a whole thing. But uh think a little unprepared on both our ends, which is going to happen. We're humans. We all make mistakes, right? But like as yeah, you said, hopefully, hopefully you didn't miss us. But it's good because we might have missed last week. But this week, we're probably going to be here for a minute because there's a lot going on. As we all know, it is WrestleMania week. But when it's WrestleMania week, it's not just WWE. Every ma- other major companies in the area, even small-town indies, make their way to wherever that location is. So... We have a lot on the docket to talk about today, and I'm super excited. Hell yeah. Yeah, this is uh, obviously as we're working towards WrestleMania weekend, WrestleMania entails more than just the WWE because it seems everyone has wrestling content to the weekend, towards this weekend. So not only do we have a two-night Super Bowl of wrestling happening with the WrestleMania show, we also have an NXT show that we're going to kind of lightly touch on this week. We have a Ring of Honor show that I have a lot of vested interest in. And there's all kind of things happening. There's wrestle talk happening. And uh, what's that? Uh, the Good Brothers do their wrestle. What do, you, what do they call that shit? Wrestle. Uh, the Talking Shop. Talking Shop Mania or mm-hmm. some shit like that that they do. Yeah, WrestleMania something like weekend. that. I don't really know much about that, but. I know all that's going on. There's a whole bunch of shit happening. Masha Slamovich is the fucking GCW world champion. It's madness everywhere. It's raining cats and dogs. Everything's happening. So um, we're just going to go ahead and jump right into this show. And one of the first things I wanted to kind of bring forth to the show was something we've been talking about on this show for a while. And uh, we haven't talked about it in a minute, but we have talked about this in the past. And it's Triple H 
has approved a new design for the new WWE World Championship belt. And I'm very curious to see what this thing is going to look like. Now, the other day I sent Nick a photograph that I saw, and it was of a championship belt that was a custom Cody Rhodes Mm. championship. And if you guys hadn't seen it, I should have uploaded the picture so I could, like, pop it up on screen real quick. But I don't know if you guys have seen it. I know Nick saw it because I sent it to him. Nick, what do you think about uh, what? Well, first of all, the fact that this news came out, that Triple H has approved the new design. Do you feel like that's a little bit of a spoiler for the main event of WrestleMania, number one? And number two, what did you think of that custom belt that we saw that was released? So the custom belt, I thought was really cool. Big fan of the wing, wing eagle. You have it. Trash boys have the wing eagle. But, um, you know, I thought it was cool. I'm all about custom belts and stuff like that. Like, I was even one. Um, I don't know about you. Were you a fan of Daniel Bryan when he had, like, the eco planet belt? Man, that eco belt was that shit was so fucking corny, bro. I like the yeah. part of the storyline of it, you know. Like mm-hmm. I get it, I get what he was going for. Yeah, there, but that, that belt was corny as shit. Yeah, so like I kind of like when they bring it in and things like that. So if it's anything's brought in good, I usually like it. But um, to answer the second part with a spoiler, and I guess this is gonna go into the, I'm gonna try to. Roman Reigns is kind of like Brock Lesnar now in a way. <laughs> You never know what's truly going to happen, and that's all I'll say because we're going to dive into our predictions. But um, right, I'm definitely excited for it. But as I said to you, and I say it in our sarcastic, but also seriously, it's probably just going to be an even bigger W. Um, and yes. this is this is also one I'd like to say to the, the audience and to the whole wrestling community is, I think this is the thing I'm not getting my hopes up for though. The reason being is because I think everyone thinks like the big gold belt might come back or something like that. And as much as we know, Triple H appreciates all the history of wrestling. I just think it's going to be something completely different. Cause what's the, what's the last belt they introduced? Was it the intercontinental or that the United States with the redesign? The last new belt, I think might've been that IC, like that big weird looking IC title. Cause they haven't, they haven't, or, or was it maybe Kofi's championship? Because Kofi's well, I know, I know, kind of like. I know the U.S. title came back. They did the new one during the pandemic. I remember that. Right. Um, and I think that's when they did the IC around the same time. But but also a new person was a different person had that say then. So. I don't yeah, know where it, it was. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm not sure if it I, I'm pretty sure it might have been the IC title. Um Yeah, I think it is. It's either that or I mean obviously it's either that or Kofi's because I think Kofi's belt. Yeah, it must have I think it was Kofi's belt. I think it was Kofi's heavyweight championship. Because I think they had that IC title already for a while. Um I think they already had that belt when um that was introduced. If the trash I crew think. could assist us in this in the comments. Yeah, when, if somebody wants to drop that it. in the comments. So this here. There's too much wrestling the, to remember it. This here. Of course, we still haven't figured out how to not block my our faces. But for anyone watching on YouTube, this is the custom Cody belt that we uh, we were privy to here. Now, here's the thing with this. 
I like it, but I don't like the white because the white reminds me of Intercontinental, number one. Yeah, and it's pretty and dominant number, with the women now, too. Yeah, it's just I'm not a big fan of the white, okay? Mm-hmm. And the second thing about this is that it's too much Cody. <laughs> like, it's it's not enough WWE Championship. It's like too much Cody. Like, it's got his name, American fucking, what does that say? American Nightmare, and it has his logo. And then on the top, it says some shit about Nightmare. I think it says American Nightmare again. Yeah, it's like, it's that's too much fucking Cody, bro. So, like, I don't, I don't think, you know, some people were saying that's the new design for the the title, which oh no, way. Uh, if it is, no. I think it's too much, bro. That's way too much. So yeah, I could see them doing maybe at the end of the year, or depending on how the rain goes, if he wins, like you know how they do the custom belts for people. Yeah, like maybe something like that, but I don't know. But I'm, if there is a new belt, I'm excited. I'm always excited to see what a new belt looks like. Yeah, the only thing that I want for the belt is for it to be huge. Like I, mm-hmm. I'm a fan of big wrestling belts. Like, just you fucking put that shit over your like Kenny Omega's IWGP, like this thing. Yeah, pales in comparison to side the size of the real belt. Because when he comes out with that shit on, it like covers up his whole fucking like from the top of his chest like all the way down. It's huge, and I'm a fan of that because that shit, it looks like, damn, that's, what is that? Like, that shit is just a gigantic piece of hardware, so I'm a big fan of that shit. But, I agree. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens. You know, obviously, we're going to go into our thoughts on what's going to happen in the main event, but uh, I just kind of felt like it was weird timing that they that news came out, that Triple A, hey, he approved a new belt. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. really, dude, a week before WrestleMania, like, you're talking about he's approved a new belt? What does that mean? So... And it's times like this where I hate the wrestle news people. Yeah, it's you know sometimes I mean? this shit sucks, man. It it really does. And we'll get more into that in a little bit because wrestling news they, they really sometimes they really suck. <laughs> um. So last week on Wednesday we had a match that was um thrust upon us by Mister Tony Khan. And he gave it to us for free ass TV on Wednesday's Dynamite. And that was, speaking of our IWGP heavyweight champion, Kenny Omega versus Elijo de Vikingo. I love saying his name, bro. I I love saying it. It comes off so smooth. (laughs) It just rolls off the tongue, bro. Elijo de Vikingo. It's, it's, it's beautiful. Um, so I saw. Okay, what did you think of the match, first of all, before I even get into I, my thoughts about it? Amazing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, some crazy spots like the fucking, was it 630 or whatever through the table from the outside? Obviously, everyone keeps resharing that. Just, it was great. It was great. Like, I'm, I'm very open. Hell, Hilo, like, I didn't have a crazy amount of knowledge on. I've seen some of his stuff and all that. But to see him in a match like this, especially with Kenny Omega, you know what I mean? One right. of the actively best ones out there, if not, you know what I mean? Easily top five, and he's probably not five or four. <laughs> yeah. Um it was great. And like you said, it was it was free. You know, yeah. it was I don't know. I just thoroughly enjoyed it from like start to finish. And 
as we say, we say sometimes as wrestling fans is, well, I don't want to get my hopes up too much, you know, and then once I heard about it, I did more research, you hear all that, and then you get hyped for it, and it delivers. So there's nothing better as a wrestling fan when something's hyped up and it delivers, and that that's exactly what that was. It was so good. Yeah. So for me, <clears throat> one of the things that was uh, kind of controversial about this was there was a bunch of people out there saying when they saw the graphic, they're like, who? Huh? What's the story? They're just bringing <laughs> in this guy. Who's this guy? And... Why is Kenny Omega wrestling this guy? And what's the, and it's like, you know, <laughs> people are doing that from this. Oh, yeah. you see that uh, Liv Morgan just popped up there holding her next jersey. Um, yeah. People are talking all that shit from this thing, which this, if you people watching home know what this is, this is a smart device. Okay. It used to be called a phone, but this thing with this, you can like open it like this. You know what I'm saying? You open up this this thing, Go to and then YouTube. you can like, you press this thing here. It's like Chrome, right? Hopefully it doesn't open my porn. And you open that, and then it opens up the whole world for you. And you can type in, "Hey, who is Ijo de Vikingo?" And you can find out a slew of information about this person. And you know what? It's not that fucking hard because you're already on your phone bitching on Twitter about who is this person, and with the energy that you're spending. Typing who is this person? You could just type it into fucking Google or YouTube and you'll find out. And then you'll find out, hey, you know what? This guy's a hell of a fucking wrestler and he's about to wrestle Kenny Omega. So I want to watch that. Like, I don't understand these people who just constantly feel like they need to bitch about everything. Now, the, the tribalists who hate AEW, them, I understand why they're doing it. I mean, I don't agree mm -hmm. with them, but. I get why they're doing it. They're trolls. They just want to fucking troll everything. Th these are people who hate Tony Khan, but they're always the first ones to comment on Tony Khan every time he says something, which is like super fucking weird. Because it's like, if you hate this guy so much, like, why are you following him, bro? <laughs> why it's like you you're, it's like you're obsessed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why are you following Tony Khan? And then you, you hate him. It, it, it just makes no sense. So that was the first thing for me was like, you you're you're depriving yourself of enjoying like a kick ass match that bro Tony literally threw it together because Vikingo was like he was there he was available because that dude's like being booked everywhere like everybody wants this guy and the timing was perfect okay they couldn't have their match before Kenny's healthy this guy's gonna be here Wednesday let's do the match here and they did it. They even gave you a video package for it. If you're too stupid to actually research yourself, they made a video package for you. So you understand. And people were still bitching. And it's like, I don't... Do you guys like wrestling or don't you? Like, I don't <laughs> understand. <laughs> I don't get it. We so, live in a world where people just like the bitch. Yeah, man. And it's, it's just... It's unfortunate because the match, like, completely over-delivered. Because, like, I was expecting, oh, this is going to be great. But, man, it, it was, it wasn't too long. It wasn't too short. It was, like, the perfect amount of time. And they got a lot of shit in, in this match. Yeah. And, man, if you didn't know who he was before, and I know this is cliche because everybody's saying this, but if you didn't if you know, don't know who now, you know. Before, you fucking know now, bro. Yeah. He, that dude. That spot with the 630, um, I think my favorite part about that was Taz. 
Taz was like, oh, Vikingo, whatever you're going to do, man, please be careful. And when he jumps off the rope and he does the, he does the spin and he comes through the table, uh, obviously you hear Excalibur going, the 630! Yeah. And you hear Taz going, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> if you watch the video back, you just hear Taz going, oh, my God. And it was scary because this dude actually like, yeah. hit the back of his head. Yeah, he almost hit the back of his head on the, yeah, the so corner of the luckily, ring. Like, that's, like, the hardest part, too. Yeah, luckily he hit Kenny. And then he just went straight down. So there was like little impact on. So luckily, yeah. but man, the guy, you know, you see people do things in wrestling that, you know, you're like, wow, obviously I can't do that. And that looks amazing. But this guy almost like, he's like, he's almost like a uh, dragon Lee or, um, you know, freaking Ray Phoenix, where it's like, mm-hmm. I don't think this guy's body is like, I don't think he's from this planet. Like, I don't think his gravity works the same way with this dude. Like the way it works with the rest of us, it's, like Ricochet. It's insane how they just yeah. move. People like Ricochet, Ray Phoenix, Vikingo, um, even uh, uh, Blake Christensen. That guy's fucking tremendous. And it's like their bodies just defy gravity. Um, and it's amazing to see it because you would think that, at some point, Vikingo's gonna miss one of these moves. Like, how the like, fuck nope. did he do a, a 630 from the second rope with his feet on the ins? Like, I don't get it. His feet were on the inside of the <laughs> ring, hits the second rope, and does the si- Oh, I don't, bro. Tremendous match. Tremendous, tremendous, tremendous. So, science doesn't it, make sense. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, it's on YouTube. Somebody uploaded it to YouTube. It's there. I don't know how long it's gonna be there, but just watch it. Because it's and just we're not done seeing him yet. No, we are not. Because like I said, this man is being booked everywhere. And we're going to be touching on something a little bit later where he's also uh, we're going to be seeing a little more of him this week. So, yeah, shout outs to Omega and Vikingo. Thank you so much, Tony, for Killed that match. Um, so, listen, obviously, the big news of the week, uh, which is still ongoing. There's Twitter right now is on fire because everybody's listening to podcasts and all this other bullshit. But CM Punk, um, he kind of, and, and I'm going to keep it a bug with you, bro. This was a little bit of a bitch move, but, um, Punk yes. came. So CM Punk rarely posts on social media. If he does, it's like he's shouting someone out that he has a professional relationship with, like, Shout out to this guy who does my merch or, you know, he'll shout out. Uh, he shouts out Lars a lot. Lars, um, Fredrickson from Rancid. They do a lot of stuff together. And, um, so he'll post stuff like that. He doesn't really post a lot of personal stuff. Um, mm-hmm. and then for the most part, he'll post like vague wrestling shit, like on his Instagram stories, um, when shit's going on. But what he does do is do a lot of comments. He likes to comment on a lot of people's shit, but. Once in a while, he will post something and then delete it. <laughs> the purpose of him doing this, I have no idea. But CM Punk um, decided to post a Instagram story, which is a response to a Dave Meltzer article um, that came out. Dave Meltzer had posted something. In, and, and I'm sorry for anyone who's looking for the exact perfect information you're not going to get that here because it's no. 
I'm literally just, uh, it's so much in different sources and different things that I just, I, I can't. Um, but Punk was responding to Dave Meltzer articles where it's, Dave Meltzer was talking about brawl out incident and details about what happened and Punk's injury and, and in these things. And Punk felt the need to respond to that article. So he went on his Instagram story and wrote this long ass why he couldn't press that little the little three buttons there that changes the the font of your of your text because I know I do it all the time. Why he couldn't press those three buttons to make this like more fit on the screen, I don't know. But this is what he posted on Instagram. He wrote all capital Psy, like this, you know, like Psy. Mm. I wasn't clear to come back to wrestle yet. The plan was to wrestle at the pay-per-view. I sat and listened to Moxley's Rocky Three idea. I had explained how I'd never seen a Rocky movie. Pause. That in itself yeah. is super fucking <laughs> weird. Yeah. Uh, that's suspect as fuck. Like, how have you never seen a Rocky movie? Any of them. They, I, I don't understand. Um, I explained how I'd never seen a Rocky movie, and I thought the idea sucked. But if the boss wanted to do it, whatever. He said he wouldn't lose to me. I'd never experienced someone refusing to lose to me. I just laughed. I asked Tony if this was what he wanted. He said, yes, he's the boss. So I said, okay, but I'd need to be cleared first. They kept saying it could just be a squash. So I didn't need to be cleared. And I scoffed at that idea. My health is more important. Dave Meltzer is a liar. Chris Jericho is a liar and a stooge. There were plans, but plans always change. And I'll never put my health above the company again. Well, I'll never put my health above a company. He didn't say specifically this company. So we're going to kind of touch on these as we go. Uh, first of all, how the, you never seen Rocky four, bro. Who hasn't yeah. seen Rocky four? Or just any like, who of hasn't them. Seen Rocky four, bro. I've seen Rocky four about a thousand times. Is this it a great movie? Just... Not really, but come on, man. Yeah, this is just becoming. A story we'll never know the truth behind. Yeah, it's never gonna Someone's, happen. It's like this is. <laughs> I'm not gonna say. It. I was gonna say this is like the Biggie Tupac murder. We'll never know. Just like we'll yeah. never know this. But uh, but yeah, we'll never uh, we will never know the truth behind all of this. And then Jericho goes on and then says like, "No, Punk's an idiot," and Punk's like, "No, he's the idiot," and then. We're going to obviously dive into Moxley a little today. Um, right. Just, dude, this, this is just never going to end. And as we said, we're, we're proponents of uh, wanting Punk back. And I think if he was planning to come back soon, I don't see it happening soon now. Not saying it's yeah. going to be like six months or so. I just don't think it's going to be. At, like, if I had to guess right now, I think the soonest we could see him back is maybe at double or nothing, like coming back there. Yeah, like I, what when I said uh, I'm gonna keep it a buck at the beginning of this. I, I, I think with this, it's over. It's done. He's not. There's no CM Punk return anymore. And okay. obviously, you guys have, you guys know, as I've been on this show, I've clamored for him to return. I want to see CM Punk come back. Um, I would, I would like for his career not to end on this sour note. And I would like to see him come back and wrestle Kenny and wrestle Swerve and wrestle, you know, just all these people, all this talent that's there. I'd like to see him in there with Vikingo. 
Um, just two like sour notes. Just with MJF, you know? Yeah. But, um, it's just what this is too much. And, and, and what strikes me here is, is the fact that he says, which is a real problem if it's true. Cause again, this is all alleged. He said, she said bullshit. Um, Tony telling him that, yeah, I know you're injured, but we'll just do a squash. Like he's basically, okay, again, again, this is what CM Punk said. If it's true, uh, he's basically saying that Tony's telling him to wrestle injured. Knowing he's injured, mm-hmm. he's telling him to go out there on live TV where you never know what can happen and wrestle anyway, which that's a problem for me. Like if that's yeah. true, Tony needs to come out and be like, yo, first of all, that's bullshit. I would never, he, and, and he hasn't done it yet. Cause this is fucking old news by now. This is already like quote unquote old news. This is like four or five days old. And Tony's out there promoting dynamite and doing his thing. Um, and I think that's a mistake. I think he should have been like, yo, or if he did, he, he needs to, he needs to own up to that. However it is, whether he denies it or whether he goes, yeah, you know what? I fucked up. And I thought that, you know, his foot, he was walking around. I figured we could just kind of roll him up real quick and blah, blah, blah. And so he wouldn't, you know, injure himself anymore, you know, cause that, that's a big, that's a big deal, dude. Like, yeah, and that's something that's kind of getting stepped over is that he, he fucking asked him to wrestle injured. Like that's not, you know, it's not something you're supposed to fucking do. So no. again, I just feel like it's over <clears throat> for punk, bro. I don't think it's, it's going to happen. Especially after reading Wade, Wade Keller's um, VIP section of the PW Torch, which obviously Wade Keller is one of the insiders who gets, uh, for the most part, he gets a lot of inside info. Um, and what he said on his his, uh, his VIP board was, the top one-third to one-half of the AEW, AEW locker room do not want CM Punk back. And what he says is John Moxley and CM Punk do not like each other. There's a tension between those where certainly they are not in a position now where anyone would predict that they're not in a position now. Wow. What a fucking jumble of words here. This is written fucked up. (laughs) Um, This always fucking happens to me, man. So I'm going to try to reread this. John Moxley and CM Punk do not like each other. There's a tension between those where dot, 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 Certainly they are not in a position now where anyone would predict that they're not in a position now where would predict they would ever work together. That's what that says. So if you're listening to this, this is not me. I was just trying to read the statement. Um, From what I can gather, the belief is, the sentiment is that Punk isn't welcome back. The wrestlers don't want him back. My sources are saying maybe one or two or the top three don't want him back. It's mostly Punk doesn't get along with Moxley. Punk doesn't get along with Hangman. Punk doesn't get along with the Bucks. Punk doesn't get along with Kenny. Punk doesn't get along with MJF. And he goes on to say the AEW locker room goes from peaceful coexistence to really liking each other and then getting along. And he says Punk is the exception to that. So basically in that fucking jumble word, vomit salad there uh is that punk is very toxic and nobody likes him Mm -hmm. um and this is going beyond you know oh you know which i've said on this podcast many times there's money here 
you know, if you guys can sit down and work this out, there's fucking money to be made here. I was with that. I had that belief system that, dude, they can work this out. They can cash it out somehow. They don't have to love each other. You know, I've worked with people I don't like before, but we've worked together. They can figure this out. They can make a lot of money. But, dude, like right now, bro, I don't think this is fixable. Like, I really don't. And I think it's just best that when CM Funk gets healthy, you just, Tony, just, okay, dude, adios. Here's your whatever I owe to you. And holla at your boy. So, and maybe so he in a year injured. or something. He, I don't know, bro. It's just, I, so, I don't see it. So he got injured the beginning of September. So you go all of September, October, November, December, January. So he's been off the shelf now seven, almost eight months. Yeah. So... He's got to be coming, like at least clear, not coming back, but at least cleared yeah. soon. But you got to think if Tony, which I don't think he'll go to WWE. I really don't think so. I know we've talked about it before. I just don't think it'll happen. Um, but you got to think if he's let go, that's going to take a while because they're both going to want to come to some degree of a term. And I imagine he's going to have a hell of a no contract clause. Like, look what he did for William Regal. Like, he was nice, which I thought was dope what Tony did, letting Regal go so he could be with his son and all that. But even then, doesn't he? Like, have a whole non, like, your character can't be on TV clause yeah. or some bullshit. I forgot what yeah. it was. We read it before. But, so you got to think if he did that for Regal, you know what I mean? What's he going to do for Punk or someone like a Punk? Which I don't blame. But, the thing is, too, if his contract expires, though, he really can't, like, he can't stop Punk from fucking doing anything. Like, yeah, because you, because Punk probably if his signed what? up. It's up. Yeah, because Punk probably signed what a three-year deal. That seems like probably, a common yeah. wrestling deal. So if he started, say, August of twenty-one when he debuted, I don't know when he actually signed, but say then, so August of twenty-four. So he still has a minute, and then you can add that injury time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so yeah, it's it's messy is certainly a word you can use to describe this, but yeah, it's it's definitely there's a lot. It's a lot more than just hey, let's sit these guys in a room and hash this yeah. out. You know, it's way more than that now, bro. This guy, you know, with his his freaking diatribe, calling Jericho a stooge and a liar, and and like Jericho, I've you know, again, I don't know any of these people. We're not back there. We don't know. But yeah, Jericho to me kind of seemed like a stand-up dude. Like, I may not agree with all of the things Chris Jericho says or does, but, um, you know, he seems like a stand-up guy. He was there at Brawl Out. He was, you know, trying to look out for Tony. He seems like he wants to elevate like he's, young workers and, you know. He seems to have, like, a good heart. Yeah, like he, you know. Yeah. He seems like he's he's cares about the business and he's loyal to AEW and you know he wants to do the thing. But again, this guy, as much as I found uh, the Scrum from Hell to be hilarious, looking back at it because I watched it recently and it's like, actually, I watched it after MJF's uh, tirade at the uh, the other the press last, conference, the last press conference pay per view. I went back and I watched some of Brawl Out. Um, and just rewatching that, the way he was just so bitter and nasty about everything, especially in regards to Cole Cabana, which he's justified in that. That's not my business yeah. and uh whatever. But that was not the place to do that, bro. Like, 
and again, we've, we're retreading old points that we've we, already made. We somehow, we somehow talk about CM Punk in this in every episode. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, cause it's insane. It's one of the biggest things that like, really, it's, it's just, it's But I huge. hate that we have to, I hate that we have, it yeah. keeps getting retreaded though. Cause and the company again, is doing good. Such a, that was such a great pay-per-view too. And it's mm-hmm. like, we don't talk about that shit anymore. We talk about fucking the, the, the scrum from hell, but it was such bad form, man. Uh, and, 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 you know, even that, when that happened, I was like, okay, give them time and let them go away and let them rehab and let the bucks come back and have matches and get back in the swing of things and then let them figure it out. But no, I, I don't know, bro. Now it's, it's, it's just become, I think it's unfixable now. And. With that, we have John Moxley, who did the Sessions podcast with Renee Paquette, his wife. Uh, they did the podcast, uh, I guess, yesterday or the day before. They released it this morning. And what perfect time to have John Moxley on the podcast when yeah. all this information just comes out and he's pretty much directly involved in this situation. So right off the bat, and I, and this is why I respect Renee. Because obviously she could have just danced around the question and whatever. But she was like, hey, right off the bat, starting the podcast, okay, John, you know, with this CM Punk, do you want to respond to anything out there? Do you want to just, she just basically handed him the mic, like, do whatever you want. And he, um, I wanted more. Like, I was expecting him to kind of go off. Because, you know, Moxley's like kind of like a rough, rough and tumble dude. And he just kind of says whatever he wants. Yeah, but exactly. in I have general. A, yeah, for real. And I have a small snippet, which I think is pretty much the important part of what he says. And you basically get the gist of what he was feeling. And believe me, this is written much better than the last thing I just read. So on the podcast, he says, I've never said anything remotely negative about AEW, but I will say this. As an observer, it seems like I spent eight years on the indies. I did a couple years in developmental in WWE. And then I did eight years on the main roster in WWE. And I have never seen so much bullshit drama in one place in my entire fucking life than I've seen in AEW. I hate to say that, but it's like, I don't know if it's because of the age of social media and shit just gets blown out of proportion. Like one person types some stupid drunk tweet and that's all anybody wants to talk about. But like we're sitting up here doing a podcast and you know what we're not talking about? That stellar fucking match between Vikingo and Kenny Omega. We're not talking mm-hmm. about all this cool stuff going on in AEW. We're not talking about this great pay-per-view we just had. We're talking about a bunch of bullshit. So a lot of people who this is where I, I say these wrestling reporters, um, and nigga, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Um, this is where I say these wrestling reporters suck because they take snippets and they take little uh, a little sentence out of a full paragraph with no context to what was said before or after and then they post that clip and they say John Moxley says he's never seen so much drama than he's seen in AEW and that's what they post and a lot of people on Twitter they don't even click the link anymore they read that and then they retweet it, they quote tweet it, they do whatever it is that they want to do. 
because that fits their narrative of AEW sucks or WWE. It, it could be anything. It could be whatever. They don't even bother to listen to the interview themselves. I listened to it this morning in its entirety. Mm-hmm. Yes, he said that, but the context of what he's saying is lost if you don't listen to the actual podcast. He's talking about like the drama of all the stuff going on as far as people deciding to, instead of fixing it in-house, they're going online and complaining and this and that. So, you know, Nick, all this information you now have in front of you, um, I know I kind of said my piece and we kind of already feel like there's no way back for CM Punk, but um, do you feel like Moxley was shitting on AEW when he was talking about this? Uh, do you think Punk's coming back? Are you ever going to see him in AEW again? What, 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 what's your process here? It's a, it's a half-ass answer, but I'll, I'm going to say 50-50 on Punk, honestly. Just because of the world we live in, you never know. I could see him not. I could see him coming. When it comes to Moxley, I don't think he was shitting on AEW, like the company. I think if anything, that better have been more of a dig at the talent of like, hey, if you got shit to say, be professional and find maybe the right time to say it. Because I agree with you with the wrestling site saying all this, all this. Because now they're resharing everything, saying, well, make sure you read everything. And it's like, yo, you're the dude. Or the chick who just said this, right? Yeah. And to me, this is just how I am. I won't give my thoughts on something until I watch it. Now, what I mean watch is watch or listen entirety. Right? Like, so I won't say Dynamite, right? Just an, as an example, because we're talking AEW. Say there's an episode of Dynamite, right? And they did something dumb. Right, there was a dumb segment or whatever. I'm not gonna sit there if I didn't watch the whole episode and be well AEW sucked this week. Because I didn't watch the whole thing. You know what I mean? I didn't just watch clips, I watched the show. You know what I mean? And that's how I've always like taken things personally. Um but no, I don't think so. Cause you gotta think, this dude just signed a huge contract with them too. You know what I mean? So yep. he obviously loves that company. He has a great relationship with Tony. Now his wife's there. He has more responsibilities in this contract. So no, I don't think so. If anything, I think it was more of a jab at his peers. I don't want to say peers because he's definitely on another level than them in right. that company and everything. But I agree. Everyone, I don't know what it is. And I'll even say it's not just AEW. It's wrestlers as a whole. Sometimes they're very quick to go to social media. And I get it. We don't see everything. So that might have been a breaking point for them. A bunch of built-up tension. Then they send that tweet. Um, sometimes you can tell it's a little indirect fire. Just very quickly shooting from the hip kind of thing. But um, no, I don't think so as a whole. And I think wrestling fans, this is a perfect opportunity. Because a lot of wrestling sites are just sharing this. And a lot of tribalists of whatever company are sharing this to make it seem because then they're also promoting he's like i didn't have a contract this summer he's like mm-hmm. when i was working summer slim weekend i could have walked in with the title but that I was didn't. very interesting can you imagine yeah but i think that's him showing his loyalty like people think yeah. that was him yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's my man showing loyalty like you know right. what i mean so it's like actually listen to things actually watch things then give your opinion yeah that's you know? the thing too yeah. that's exactly it like he 
him saying that was I, when I was listening to it. I, I I instantly went into my own head like, "Yo, can you imagine?" They hit that fucking old Dean Ambrose music. And he walks out with the fucking AEW. You, like, that would never happen. Like, I don't want to say that would never happen, but I don't take Moxley as the type of dude who would do something like that. No. And plus, I don't think that this day and age that that shit, ever, ever since Medusa did that shit back in the day, yeah, I'm pretty sure that these guys have taken, listen, I will sue your ass if you do that mm-hmm. shit. So I don't and, think guys would actually do that anymore. Think- because now everyone's like, imagine if Moxley did show up, which I agree that would have been fucking insane, right? But it's like, I he he wasn't on the contract. If yeah. you, he easily could have hit up Triple H, who he probably has a good relationship with from NXT, and be like, hey, let's sit down and talk while we're in town. And you know for damn sure if that would have happened, we would have heard about that. We a thousand well, percent. I think, but I think when that. he said, when he said, I could have, because he says on the podcast, I could have walked into SummerSlam with the AEW title. And he goes, um, people don't even know that. And I think when he said that, what he was basically alluding to was that, like, I think he had an open door, like, to do it. Like, I think he, from the other side, I think they were like, hey, bro, if you want to show up, show up. Like, I think he got that, like, green light. But he was like, yeah, nah, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm doing my thing. So... Another thing about this insane. was that would have been bro. Can you fucking imagine if we're watching oh. SummerSlam and they just hit his? He fucking decides to imagine that shit. If they're they're back there and up, oh, I think you had a uh, little lag problem. But I guess I'll throw my piece in there quick. Was that it'd be as simple as like when they had that main event, right? Picture everyone. You have Brock Lesnar. You just had the whole tractor spot. Roman ends up getting him down for that three count. And then whether it's Dean Ambrose or John Moxley's music hits, he comes out to the crowd, all of that. It would have been literally insane. Like, literally insane. And um, who knows? Like, who knows where it could have, um, where it could have gone from there. But overall... I guess like we were trying to say is watch everything, you know, listen, do what you need to do. Hey, lose back. <laughs> but uh so what I pretty much said was like imagine Brock just picked up with the tractor the ring, Roman hit the tank, <laughs> wins the last man standing, and whether it's Moxley or Ambrose's music hit, yeah. and then they had the stare down with the titles, you know. I think it would have been Moxley's I mean, I think it would have been, uh, the old Ambrose music because uh, they probably mm-hmm. wouldn't have had the right. Now we're just fantasy booking. And they, I don't think they well, would have had the right to wild guess, thing. Yeah. I guess right before we move on, cause we've been on this is instantly, right? So he says this as fans, we would have had no clue that my man was a free agent. No clue. Right. So we would all have been thinking like, Oh my God, it's happening. Bro, the invasion. I would have jumped out the fucking window. Like I would like, you know have jumped I mean? out of the fucking window. We would have thought the invasion angle was happening. Because right. we would have assumed there's no way Tony Khan doesn't know this dude's there right now. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, so wrestling news. Crazy. Um, but I don't know about you, Lou. I don't know if you have any last final comments. But if not, I'm ready to hop into the, the wrestles. Yeah, we are. We are primed and ready to jump into everything. So 
Um, so here's, here's, uh, here's the situation for all of you listening. We have three pay-per-views. We have a pay-per-view Friday. We have a pay-per-view Saturday afternoon. And then we have a pay-per-view, obviously, a, a premium live event happening that night, which is obviously the granddaddy of them all, WrestleMania. And, and the next uh, night. And the next night. <laughs> and the next night. And then you got, it, it just never ends. Wrestling never ends, dude. So <clears throat> one of the things I wanted to touch on here, I know uh, a lot of people, it's a very niche thing. So Ring of Honor's back. And Ring of Honor is only available on their own app, their own website, which is the Ring of Honor Honor Club. I know it's a very niche product. Um, it's connected with AEW. You have a lot of AEW talent on there. You have a lot of old Ring of Honor talent coming back, um, which I love to see. I love seeing Cheeseburger this week. Uh, but I've watched the mm-hmm. first four episodes of the show because that's how many they have. I've watched everyone. I look forward to it every Thursday now. And I will say that this show's fucking awesome. The Ring of Honor show is fantastic. It's you get good competitive matches. You see a variety of different people doing a variety of different things. They're telling their own stories. Um, they've built up their roster and their titles. Um, they have a pay-per-view at the end of this month. Obviously, it's on Friday. And I just kind of wanted to talk about it a little bit because mm-hmm. for um the main reason is, first of all, Eddie Kingston's in the main event. So you already know. I'm you already know. You already know. Ready to all in on this Nick, main event. Hold on. I'm going to unclick your thing and click it back because your main screen is frozen, but your little screen down here is playing normally and it's bothering me. Okay. So just let me click that and click that. Are we good? On my screen, you're frozen on the main screen, but on the little screen in the corner, you're good. So I'm just going to follow that. And we'll see what happens when we upload this thing. Yeah, because I'm, um, I'm moving. Yeah, I see you. The bottom's fine, but up here it's like you're. It's like a picture. It's weird. Um, <laughs> I'll step. So, out. I'll step out and come right back in. You you can continue. No, you can. I mean, it should be fine. I hear your audio, All so it's just. Right. It's cool. just. A, it's just an aesthetics thing for me. It doesn't bother me. Um. So I was kind of being a little long winded there, but I'm very much enjoying the Ring of Honor's TV show. That's why I wanted to kind of talk about the card for a little bit because the pay-per-view looks fantastic. No, it, Especially... it does. I've, I've, oh, sorry. I've only watched a couple of them so far. Um, but it has been good. I'm giving Tony nothing but props. You yeah. know, with only four episodes, did a great job building up to this show. Um, I'm definitely excited for it. And the main event as well. I'm team Eddie for this one. Yeah, man. Obviously. It's, it sucks because, like, I know... Eddie's probably not, I mean, I, and I hate to say that shit because it's kind of like I'm shitting on my own man and shit, but, but you know, I really you like know how Claudio, I really like how Claudio's evolved himself as far as his personality. Cause now yeah. he's given himself, you know, how wrestlers kind of give themselves these little names. So mm-hmm. now he's kind of embraced this final boss thing, which I like a lot. Because um, Claudio's been like with the video game thing with like up, up, down, down. Like he was part of that whole Xavier Woods up, up, down shit. So it's kind of cool that he incorporated. He found something in his personal life to attach to his character. 
So he was like, I've been the final boss of wrestling for a long time. And he used that like a couple of weeks ago. And now he's kind of like embracing that, that character and that name. So I like that a lot. Um, Cause that's one thing Claudio's lacked is that like full embrace on his character. But I was reading some stuff about this and uh, a, uh, a W ring of honor did a pretty cool video package for Claudio and, and Kingston yeah. where it goes back to 2007 from when their feud started and you can get a whole look at their history. What bothers me is that Claudio seven and two against Eddie. <laughs> That's seven a good record. Two. So it's like, okay, that's kind of cool because then it kind I kind of feel like from a booking standpoint, well, Eddie should, you know, not that he should win because, you know, it's about who's going to whatever. But you look at that and you're kind of like, oh, shit, does that mean that they're going to they're going to actually give Eddie the, the fucking they're going to give him the win here. They're going to give him the rub. I don't know what's going on, especially since Claudio's telling them you're like, you're the biggest waste of potential I've ever seen. And running yeah. him down so much to the point where it's like you're kind of making him the super underdog. So I'm very excited about this main event. I'm uh I'm almost more excited about this show than I am for WrestleMania Saturday. Because I'm going to be honest with you, I think WrestleMania Saturday is going to be kind of whack. Not whack, but I think it's going to be kind of flat. Um, And we'll get into that a little bit more because I think – well, we'll 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 talk about why later. But um I know I'm kinda hogging the microphone here as far as this show goes, but just the main event's gonna be the shit. Um you're gonna get Vikingo versus Commander, which is gonna be I'm a excited for that. I'm bananas match. That. A bananas match <laughs> is gonna be. Um Athena versus Yuka Sasaki is gonna be fucking a banger. We're Yuta's wrestling Shibata for the fucking pure championship, bro. That's going to be good. What are you talking about? Are you serious? So, um, and for me, the, the, the match I'm most looking forward to, and I don't want to brush past, uh, the Brian Cage match either because, uh, the six man tag is going to be a good one. I think and Brian Cage is leaving. That, that's his last con, con, he told Connie, he, t- Connie, he told Tony Khan he would yeah. work through the pay per view. Yeah, I think this is his final contractual match. Um, I haven't heard anything of him re-signing anything, so you might be seeing uh AR Fox and Mitsada Leak and, and Blake Christian taking those belts, which is whatever, it's fine. Yeah. Um but the match I'm looking forward to the most is the tag team title match. Which is called the, the Reach for the Sky Ladder match. So Lucha Brothers versus Rushin Dralistico versus the Kingdom versus Top Flight versus Aussie Open. Um, we don't have to run down who we think is going to win or lose. I'm just excited for the show, but I think the kingdom is going to actually win this match. Um, because, uh, the Mike Bennett promo, yeah. I don't know if you saw it. It yeah. was, I, I teared up listening to I'm, that shit. I'm cool with them winning it. Very yeah, cool. With them. Completely. But totally. I'm excited for Samoa Joe and, uh, Mark. And that's the, that's the one too. I'm I'm gonna I, dude. I'm gonna end up crying like a bitch during this fucking pay per view. I know it. <laughs> I know at some it. point I'm gonna end up fucking crying like a bitch at this show. That's why I'm so excited because I'm like so invested in these people. Um, and I love 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 Honor Club. If you guys have ten bucks, and you know you've had even a passing interest in Ring of Honor, 
or you want to kind of know about it and you just, you know, you want to see what it's like, dude, they have all of their years of con decades of content on the honor club. You can watch all the old pay-per-views on there, all the old episodes of the show. They have like little mini documentaries they've made. They got little mini, um, mini series that they've made with some of the people who've been there, like Seth Rollins, um, Daniel Bryan, old CM Punk shit. Like they have it all there. So that's awesome. Um, it's it definitely is. worth 10 bucks. So, you know, check it out if you can. I'm excited for this show. Nick, I don't know if you have anything else to add to this Ring of Honor show, but I can't Man, I just, Friday. you know me, I love wrestling. So all the Ring of Honor shows <laughs> they've done have always delivered. There's obviously a lot of tribute in this show. Yeah. So I like that. I'm really intrigued with the main event. Um, yeah, I just think, like I said, with my whole time difference, you know, I think it's a perfect way to start off a uh, a Saturday morning. Yeah. Is uh, watching yeah. some Ring of Honor. Chill in the bed, watch some Ring of Honor. Shit, I'm all about yeah. it. Yeah, I think it's oh, going to yeah. be really, really good. And it's funny because that's how actually I watched a lot of Ring of Honor. Because that shit used to come on like at 2 o'clock yeah. in the morning. So, yep. you know. Two o'clock in the morning is whoa, what's happening? What is going on? Why is this thing giving me so much trouble today? My camera just what popped happened? in and out. Um nah. yeah, that's how I used to watch Ring of Honor in bed. Fucking two o'clock in the morning, that shit would pop on. I was like old school ECW. So yeah. I'm gonna say one thing here, and I'm not gonna make any promises. I'm not going to you know, I don't wanna commit to anything. But seeing as how we missed an episode of Wrestling and Trash last week. I might, maybe, I just might, I might go live after this Ring of Honor show and do a post-pay-per-view kind of show. I might do it. I might. If anyone has any interest in that, you can drop a comment, leave a T in the chat for your trash boys. If you show even a, even a drop of interest, I'll do it. But I might just go live after that show and do a post-show recap, so... Be on the lookout for something like that. Just if you go you live, I, I'll, I'll say there's a 50% chance I can make it. Nice. Nice. I will do uh, what yeah, I can so as well because I will we'll be watching We'll see what happens. Live. We'll see if we get you guys that missing episode of Wrestling is Trash that you were missing last week. So with that, we also have a pay-per-view on Saturday afternoon, which is the NXT show. Now, Nick and I are both in agreement. I haven't, I'll tell you myself, I haven't watched NXT in like probably since Mandy was fired. Like that's probably Honestly, I, the I, last time I watched yeah. a full episode. And I'm going to be honest with you, even before I watched that episode, I wasn't even really fucking with NXT like that. So I have, it's been like a year that I haven't really been kind of watching. I keep my ear yeah. to the street. You know, we know what's going on because we're involved in the wrestling thing and, you know, we know who champions are and who's this and who's that. But as far as watching that show, we haven't done it. So there's like it's a handful of things that keep me in. Yeah. It. Yeah. Of course. I watch level up for one reason and one reason only Lola Vice right. when she's on it. Oh. I'm already a stand for her, her beautiful looks. So listen, her and then Nikita on the Lions and then on, used to be yeah. Nikita Lions used to be the reason for that. And now Lola Vice has completely usurped. Nikita Lyons' position in the company, bro. Yeah, one hundred. But as far as NXT, I care about number one, the man Carmelo Hayes, 
which he needs to win this title. And if yeah. he wins this title, Lou said this off air. I'll say it now because I know he'll agree. I will definitely watch regularly if he's that champ. I'll be back. I do watch the Grayson stuff. Like, I do keep an eye on that because I think he's a phenomenal talent. And yeah. our boy Rob loves him. So you've got to kind of show yeah. support to the homie. And Waller is baller. Yeah, now Dragon Lee. I'm excited to see that. But then this whole Roxanne Perez thing, whatever's going on there, I'm just a big fan of her. I think she's just tremendously talented. Right. Yeah, and, and it's, again, we'll just touch on that that point that um, I wanted to bring this show up because I need Carmelo Hayes to be the NXT champion. That dude mm-hmm. is the next big thing. He is going to be a big deal on the main roster. He should most definitely have that under his belt. He should definitely have a, a, a NXT championship run under his belt because he deserves that shit. He's great. He delivers on every possible front that you can have. He, he checks all the boxes, bro. It's, it's, it's just like he's, he's a star. So, um, the reason I haven't been keeping up with NXT, we were talking about this in the cut. I have no great love for Braun Breaker. He does yeah, he just doesn't do it for me yet. I'll say he yet because you never know. But nothing for, now, for nothing. me. Yeah, nothing. I agree. His character is just it's he he looks. I hate to run him down like this, but he just <laughs> looks goofy. He just looks goofy, bro. And I can't. I don't. Everything that he says to me seems forced. Like he's obviously looks like he's playing a character. Every all of them are playing characters, but. It's just something about him where I don't feel like he's even really being himself. Yeah, he's, he's not natural. Like, yeah, it's it's all very unnatural what he does. And um his moveset, I really don't care. Uh he doesn't do anything that I think is anything of you know, anything spectacular that I need to see. I've never seen a match of his where I'm like, yo, you saw that Braun Breaker match, that that yeah. shit never happened. It's never complete opposite with Carmelo Hayes though. Yeah, and Carmelo Hayes is must see TV. Like it's yeah. it's a stark difference. So you put that belt on Carmelo, I'll be back. I guarantee yeah. you ratings will go up with Carmelo Hayes. They might not go up much because mm-hmm. not a lot of people watching NXT, but I guarantee you. But they'll damn go it, up they'll go up because <laughs> I know I'm gonna watch. So there's that. So. Yeah. Again, this show has about six matches, and uh, that's really the main thing for me. Grayson Waller is wrestling Johnny Gargano for some god-awful reason. They're playing up that angle that they did like almost two years ago, so whatever. Um, there's a ladder match for the NXT Women's Championship. It doesn't even state here who's in the actual match, so that's great. Um, oh, um, I saw it. So Tiffany is it tos- both yeah. Toxic Attraction girls? Are they both in it? I just know Tiffany Stratton. I forgot the other. I saw it. Yeah, I think it's the. I know Tiffany Stratton. I think it's the two. It's JC Jane and Gigi are both in it. I think Tiffany's in it. Yeah, Tiffany's in it. I know um, that. Uh, I, Alec- I really don't. No, not Electra Lopez. I don't even know who else is in that fucking match. Um, yeah, I don't so know. that goes to show you how much I know about this fucking show. And they, where I copied and pasted this information from, they couldn't even be bothered to add the names of the people. It just says literally ladder match for the NXT women's championship. So whoever wrote this didn't care either. Um, and then you have your fatal five way for the North American championship, which Dragon Hopefully Lee, I Dragon believe, Lee. is in that match. 
yep. and Dragon Lee should win that. Um, you got your tag team match and your women's tag team match, and then you have yeah, a Chase cool. U and Tyler Bate versus the Schism. So up and down that card, I, I, I don't care. Again, I'm probably going to watch this because I do find myself watching the NXT pay-per-views, but I'm usually mm-hmm. like they're playing and I'm doing things like, you know what I mean? Getting ready, and I have it getting ready for Saturday night. Yeah. So that's probably what's going to happen there. Um, so that's about it for that dude. Uh, honestly, I really have no, nothing else about the NXT thing. So we're going to move on to the WrestleMania card. Now, the first thing I'm going to ask you, Nick, about WrestleMania is what are you eating for WrestleMania? What is the it meal is the prep? Super Bowl. Um, what is the meal prep for WrestleMania? Pr- to be honest, I'm probably just going to fuck around with some pizza, man. Oh, okay. The, the, I know things the, are a little difficult for you. So. yeah. Oh, well, no, not even like that. We, we were talking where I'm at and all of that. You know, it's not. But I'm definitely, yeah. uh, I've been, I don't know, I feel I always eat pizza at WrestleMania. Okay. I feel since the pandemic, because a quick little story, Glenn Rubenstein, who does uh, the Wrestling Inc. shows, I think he does their NXT and SmackDown. But anyway, during the pandemic, he was like, hey, um, Retweet this and you can win a $25 gift card to Domino's or whatever. And I did it and I won it. Oh shit. And I got Domino's. So I think like every year since then, I've always gotten pizza. Not because of that memory, but that's just as far back as it goes for me. Um, So funny story about Domino's. I can't eat Domino's anymore. First of all, it gives me acid reflux. And well, there's again, way better pizza options. We've had this conversation. Yeah, and I, I'm obviously a snob for pizza, chain pizzas. Yeah. I, I don't fuck with them. But I have a friend of mine who, and I didn't know that this existed, but I have a friend of mine whose daughter was in a like cheerleading competition thingy. And I was on Instagram one day, and she posted a story. Hey, guys. Uh, I don't want to say her daughter's name, but my daughter's name is competing in this thing. If you could donate. Here at this link, you can you'll you'll get a, a Domino's pizza card. So I was like, ah, hey, whatever, you know. I threw a little twenty bucks and shit because they're, they're cool with me and shit. And um, you know, you go to this site, you put your name in, and then you donate with PayPal. And then she hit me up. She's like, oh, okay, we're gonna send you your card. We're gonna send you two since you donated twenty. I was like, okay. I just thought it was like a five dollar card or something like that. The card, and I still have them actually. I just don't know where they are. The fucking card was a Domino's card that <clears throat> if you call them and order a large like pepperoni, you get one free. Oh, that's dope. And there's no limit to how many pizzas you can order. So you can order 20 pizzas and you'll get 40. Like, I didn't know that was a thing. Like, I didn't no. know that shit existed. And it only works... By telephone, you have to call the store. You have to call an 800 number and they let you know what stores do it. And it's basically all the stores. There's only like a few yeah. stores that don't do it, that don't honor it. But it's like, I didn't know that was a thing. And that shit lasted the whole year. So I kind of blew my load on Domino's when I had that card. Cause yeah. I was like, I ordered a pizza and I got two. So you can imagine, you know how sick of dominoes I got when mm-hmm. I did that, but I didn't know that was a thing. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah. What about you? What are you having? Dude, I'm torn. I'm torn because 
right now I'm doing intermittent fasting and okay. um like right now I'm looking at the clock and I kind of fucked up because I usually eat at four and I'll eat. It takes me 20 minutes to eat or whatever. And then I'm done for the day. And right now I'm doing 15 hours. So okay, that would get, that would get me through till eight in the morning <clears throat> and then I'll be at work at eight in the morning and I'll have, that's when we take our break. So I'll be able, yep. I'll be able to have my coffee and a muffin or whatever. Um, and right now I'm looking and I'm like, well, I fucked up because the last thing I ate was like at two and I don't want to eat now. Cause then it's going to push me past my yeah. time. So I'm basically done for the day. I'll just be drinking my zero calorie Gatorade. Um, water. <laughs> yeah. So I figured set and I've been doing it for, Oh shit. I've been doing it for uh, a week and a half. So I figured this weekend I'll just not do it Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. And um, just so that I can have my WrestleMania meal. Cause I think we talked about this last year when I was married, like WrestleMania was a, yeah, was you said like, yeah, you said that. Yeah. That shit was an event. I'd barbecue <laughs> and make steaks and all this shit. And we'd have a big dinner and we watch WrestleMania. So I honestly feel like I'm going to do wings. Can never go wrong with wings. Yeah. Yeah, bro. I think I'm just <laughs> going to go wings. wrong. But I think I'm going to make them. Like, Ooh, usually okay. I'll go buy some wings at the, because our supermarket has a pretty good deli. So does um, ours with the hot wings. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And the wings are really good. Like, they're good. So, mm-hmm. um, but I think honestly, I'm going to go the extra mile and I'm going to do the old school. I'm going to go buy my raw wings. I'm going to season them on Friday. And then Saturday, I'm going to barbecue a bunch, the whole fucking bag. And then I'll just take what I want and then everyone else yeah. can have whatever's left over. So I'm probably going to do that. Blue cheese on the side, you fucking savages. Because even though I am a ranch guy, you yeah, cannot fucking well. put ranch on wings. Don't do it. It's blue I don't cheese even use on dressing. wings. It's blue cheese on wings. I'll go fuck your mother. That's the rule. <laughs> as told by Joey Diaz. So that's the rule. Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah, probably gonna do wings, but so we so yes, oh, we sorry, have this no. card here. Now there's a bunch of matches written here in our our shared note. What the fuck is this? Well, somebody's following me on Reddit. Um, and I don't know if any of this is in any kind of order, but so that's have... what I was gonna say. Last yeah. night before I went to bed, I did some research, and I did some this morning. I can run down what I believe is being pitched for Saturday first, okay. at least, so we know, if you would like. That's cool. Um, so opening the show, I think we all know this. It's been all over Twitter. So starting off WrestleMania, Saturday, and WrestleMania as a whole, you got John Cena challenging Ooh. Austin Theory for the United States title. So they're going to do now, Saturday? Yeah, they're going. They're they're starting the show. It's already open. Okay. They already said they're starting the show. That's um, a hot match, man. Hot match to start, right? So, with this, uh, I don't know because I know we always put who we think is going to win. So I'm going to say it first. Everything. So I think they did with Cena only being on TV one time. I think they did good with this. And then I don't know if you watch Raw. 
Yeah, you know what, man? That theme's a, that's a banger, bro. It and is. I know, it is. I know it's John Cena. We make fun of the guy yeah. and he got a big head and he's losing his hair and whatever. White rappers are not, you know, people like to shit on white rappers or whatever. But man, he when you hear man. that fucking ding, yeah. ding, you as soon as you hear that note, you already know what's happening, bro. Yeah. And that's one of those things with that theme. That's one of those themes that it's it it's produced perfectly because it starts off with that little anticipation. And as soon as you hear it start, you know exactly who it is and yep. what's coming and who's coming out. <clears throat> and then it just says it. They fucking start slowly, and then you hear that. Then the horns just kick that shit, just crescendos, and it just fucking. Bam, bam, bam. It's like that it, it just makes you go crazy, bro. I hope he comes out first too, because that's a hell of a pop to start. Oh yeah, he should. Fun. Yeah, yeah. He's the non-champion. So I think I think they've done great with this build for him not being there much. He went on yeah, TV yeah, yeah. one time. I was personally a fan of the promo theory did the other night just by himself yeah um i think theory's kind of stood his ground in this even though cena roasted the fuck out of him when they were face to face but yeah, i like I when cena does that. that. every time cena goes up there with a young buck he breaks him down the size and everyone's like cena's burying him i personally dig it every single time um dude for some reason though my gut wants to say cena's gonna win and do an open challenge on raw and someone's going to like come out of nowhere and debut and win the title. Wow. Now that's stupid high expectations. Okay. I don't know. My my gut is telling me that's going to happen. I wouldn't mind if Theory won. The younger talent gets over. We'll not be mad about it. Some reason, dude, Triple H has been saying, they've been saying he really has big plans for Raw after Mania. Everyone hyped up how great Cena's open United States Open challenges were. This, like I said, I'm not going to live to the expectations, but you can drop me down with Cena. I'm I'm going Cena, man. Yeah, I've been seeing it. Now, granted, this is our fellow IWC people saying things like this, but sometimes when you read something, you just want to see it, and that's what I want to see. And at the end of the day, man, it's fucking John Cena. Like, I love love how theories change in the past, what, six months? Like, he's came more credible. He dropped the selfie gimmick. So I will not be mad if Theory wins at all. At the tiniest bit, will not be mad. But I don't know, man. My gut's telling me Cena's coming out. Wow, okay. So <clears throat> I'm going to go ahead and fantasy book there right after I make my pick. Because I'm not – like, I, I didn't even think about that. Like, I didn't even think about, like, yeah, he could win and then do an open challenge thing. Um because now I'm thinking about the actual booking of that. It would be pretty Could have cool. Brian Cage debut, Jay yeah. White, like <laughs> AJ Styles I, returns from even I didn't even like think AJ. of Jay White. What I was honestly thinking. So well what I was honestly thinking when you said that was that he comes out, he does uh an open challenge, and fucking Matt Cardona shows up. Yeah, Matt Cardona. Yeah. Matt Cardona Matt shows Con- up, and they even, do like even, the "Hey, my buddy's back" because they used to be boys and shit. Yeah. Even and if there's someone like AJ Styles comes back from injury, another AJ Styles John yeah. Cena match. Could like, you, you imagine know I mean? that though? Could you imagine that though? If fucking Matt Cardona comes out, he comes out <laughs> with the full Zack Ryder bullshit 
the the fucking headband and yeah. all the goofy shit with the goofy music and he's doing the fucking thing and he runs out there and Cena's happy to see him and they start hugging and doing all the shit and then fucking Cena Low turns blow. his back and Cardona just destroys him with a chair beats the shit out of him blah 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 and has the ref ring the bell and then just fucking <laughs> wins and takes the title that would be fucking tremendous and then he could be actually Matt Not- Cardona Instead of being Zach Ryder. Um, wow, Nick, that's a fucking good call. Um, I think Theory's gonna win though. Um, I think the time for Theory to kind of elevate is again, the time is now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as corny as that is to say. Um, cause that whole thing that he went through with losing, like, I don't know how many fucking matches in a row yeah. and all that. I just think that the way John Cena roasted his ass on Monday Night Raw, bro, you can't afford to have him, like, beat this guy at the expense. Like, to debut somebody at the expense of Theory would kind of, like, that would be kind of fucked up. Like, that, mm-hmm. you know, this dude, he he should get the big win and solidify him as just not some, you know, goofy kid who's going to be losing big matches. Like, he should win the big Because Theory match. could also do the open challenge thing as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I just felt like when I saw the, you know, the match being made that I felt like Theory was going to end up winning. So I'm going to go like I said, I wouldn't be shocked because Cena's all about playing talent over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So I'm going to pick Theory. So now scrolling on our shared note, a few down because it's already been advertised from the man himself. One which I think could be a match of the weekend, in my opinion. If everything goes according to plan and they do what they want, Logan Paul versus Seth freaking Rollins. Um, another one. I don't think the build's been bad. Not going to say it's been the best build in the world, but yeah. hasn't been bad. Um, mm-hmm. you know you're going to see spots. This is going to have spots in the match, which I'm totally cool with. Um, you know, sets over, hella over. Um, but. Logan, I think they're finally letting him be a heel, which I think he's doing better at because he's naturally a heel, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, every match, even the Royal Rumble, he's just delivered. No one can argue he hasn't, but it's, I think it's Seth's time. And it's on yeah. Logan Paul's birthday. What a cool birthday gift. You're wrestling Seth Rollins in WrestleMania in LA. Yeah. So that's pretty dope personally for him, but I'm, I'm yeah, going here, with Seth take Rollins. This L. Take this L at WrestleMania for your birthday. Yep. Seth Rollins, uh, I got. Who do you got? Yeah, I I, I feel like um, it's funny because I, I'm picking Seth Rollins for this. Um, but it's funny. I feel like Triple H, like, he's confused at which brother he has because he's they're doing, like, this knockout punch angle. And, like, since when is Logan Paul, like, knocking people out? Like, that should be a Jake Paul thing. Like, you would yeah, think like that's he... something like if they bring yeah. in Jake Paul, he starts knocking people out. Like, that would be his thing since he's the boxer. But it's like, why, where did fucking Logan Paul get this devastating? And Red Seth Rollins, hook. bro, sells that shit. Like, he got his, like, face down, ass in the air, like, knocked out. Like, he's selling that shit like it's Mike Tyson. So it's like, is, are you sure you know which brother you got here, bro? Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I think this is going to be one of the uh, best matches on the show. Um, oh, for sure. And... Mm-hmm. You know, Logan Paul's track record is, and, 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 and imagine we're, we're talking about a Seth Rollins match and I'm talking about Logan Paul. Um, 
the dude has delivered in every match that he's been in. So uh, I expect nothing less. And especially when he's working with a professional like Seth Rollins, it's it's going to be fucking tremendous. So yeah, because you got to think he had the banger of a one-on-one match with the Miz, who's not like you know Miz isn't awful. He's not. Yeah. Then he had then he had the great one with Roman, who Roman's just your big guy. Now he's got someone that can do the same shit as him. Yeah, it's 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 going to be a great match for sure. Um, I'm going to go with Rollins though. Yeah, and Logan can sell too, so I want to see him sell a curb. Yeah, song. yeah, it's it's uh, where is my there it is um, yeah, I'm, it's I think it's unanimous. We're both going to go with Mister Seth Rollins, yeah. and uh, we're both in agreement that this match is going to fucking rule. So, I wonder yep. where on the card that's going to fall though. I would think it's close you, to the main event. Like it's got to be close. Like two I or could three see down that being. Yeah, because I personally think, and we'll get into it. I'm going. I think that tag match is main event in night one. So I could see it being okay. like the tag match main event, something in between them. But um, next. So speaking of the tag match, we're not jumping into the tag match. I'm going to save that for the last one for Saturday. But so I, everyone's been spit. The rumors have always been. Rhea Ripley, it's either the tag match or Rhea Ripley and Charlie going to be an event, right? Um, but I saw an article this morning with Bianca Belair talking about her entrance, saying she's got a grand entrance that you'll see Saturday. Mm. And I'm thinking, I don't think, even though last year they did that, oh, no, 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 Bianca and B, did Bianca and Becky go on Saturday too? I think they did. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know, so maybe they're doing... Well, they also have a lot of women's matches because they got the triple threat one as well. Right. Um, but anyway, so she said that, so I figured, hey, let's talk about it. So you have the Raw Women's Championship match, Bianca Belair uh, defending against Asuka. I get a little gripe with this one because hmm. when Asuka returned, you know, resembling old gimmicks, I was very, very excited. <clears throat> I don't think they've done bad with Asuka. I don't think they've done bad with Bianca. The build just hasn't been there for some reason. They had that good vignette and stuff with Asuka on Saturday. I'm pretty sure the match is going to be good. I wish they would have built this up more. Because I think it had potential to have a great build. Because they both are very charismatic people. Um, I'm taking Asuka though. Here. Okay. I will not be mad once again if Bianca wins. Uh, 300, a whole calendar year, a whole WrestleMania calendar year, I mean, WWE calendar year, um, being champion. So if she wins, cool, keep it going. But man, I think, I think we see Asuka. I think we see Asuka take it because it's kind of not that Bianca's getting it to that Roman level because she's not. I absolutely love Bianca Belly, but it's like if Asuka doesn't, who does? Yeah. Unless Charlotte loses and Charlotte goes for her, but I'd rather personally I'd rather have Oscar be her fourth than Charlotte, if anyone, you know, between the two. So I think this is gonna be Oscar's moment. Yeah, that's cool. Um and your reasoning is sound. Um I just have again, sometimes with these matches, instead of looking at it as a fan, we look at it through booking eyes. And I'm like, if if Oscar wins 
like, what is she going to do? She was already, like, champion twice, right? I think she's woman champion Yeah, I think two she's time. a two-time, raw two-time SmackDown uh, Like, what, what else is she going to do? Like, she's she, is she going to feud with Becky? Is she going to feud with Bailey? Like, and I know you could say the same thing on the same side of the token for Bianca, but I just think, honestly, if you're going to, if you're going to have Bianca go to WrestleMania, um, she's a star. Like she is a, I know Asuka's also a star. She's an international star and, and shit. So, yeah. Um, but I think Bianca is much more marketable. Like when you see Bianca, like that's, you're like, damn, that's a, like that when she's holding the belt and shit, you're like, damn, that's the champion. Like she's, you know, she looks like a movie star and she's built like a freaking and a star athlete. She has like she has it all. So yeah, why not let her defend her reign at WrestleMania? Let her get a year. Let her have the WrestleMania, you know, moment or whatever. Um, and it sucks for Oscar because I like Oscar a lot. I really do. And you know, you, you obviously you want to give Oscar her WrestleMania moment because hers got stolen by Charlotte when she fucking yep. ended her streak at WrestleMania, which was bullshit. Stupid. Uh yeah. Um but when they played did you see the uh video that they played for Oscar yesterday? Yeah, it was really good, I thought. Very good. Um and I think that a lot of people think because they did that that she's gonna win. I feel like that they did that video package because the build, like you said, was pretty shitty. Sucked. It like, sucked. This build you can just has call been it how it is. Trash. It it has not been a good build. Um and again, I hate to reiterate these points, but when you look at Oscar and then you look at Bianca, <laughs> yeah, it's like, how do you expect I know David and Goliath is a thing, but come on, man. And I know Asuka has all the talent in the world and she's amazing and she, she can do it all. But dude, I don't buy it. I no. don't buy what she going to knock her out. She going to tap her out. Is Bianca going to tap to the Asuka lock? I don't think so. Anything that sh- she puts Bianca in, I think Bianca can pretty much just stand up and yeah. power out of it. So just looking at it as far as aesthetics, I'm, I'm going to go with Bianca. All right. I'm going to go with Bianca retain and, and do 365 days as champion. And then I think honestly, they're going to have to bring someone in to dethrone her. Cause at this point, that war, that wrong woman's locker room, she's beating all of them. And yeah. if they weren't going to have Bailey beat her, which I would buy Bailey, you know, because oh, Bailey yeah. has all the talent and she's the build and it, I the, think the she records, would be perfect. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So unless they bring someone else in, uh, I don't know. From what I'm hearing, uh, Raquel is going to be getting a big push after WrestleMania. So, you know, they're going to have the draft. Maybe they move her up to Raw and then she's able to, you know, make her a maybe heel. Maybe she turns heel or something. Yeah, make yeah. her a heel. Because all this smiling shit, it, it's got to yeah. stop. That shit's got to stop, bro. Yeah, it's, 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 it's just it's not silly. her. Yeah, it's silly. I hate, it, you could tell I that hate it's in wrestling in general when you have someone a face when they can just naturally portray a heel. Yeah. It's just, but, um, yeah. And then sticking on the women's topic, cause it's another rumor and match potential could main event Saturday. The SmackDown women's championship match, Charlotte Flair defending against your 2023 women's Royal Rumble winner, Rhea Ripley. This it's build's Rhea been time. okay. Yeah. This build's been okay. 
nothing to write home about. I think they've held their own. But in my opinion, not good enough to main event a WrestleMania. I would even say a pay-per-view, not a WrestleMania. But you can jot me down for Rhea. I think this is Rhea's revenge for Mania two years ago when she lost her uh, NXT title to her. Um, I think this is the time. I think you have Rhea move over to SmackDown to spread out the roster a little bit. Like you said, we have the draft probably coming up eventually a month or so after Mania. Um, yeah, I just think it's the perfect time for Rhea. Rhea's on a roll. I don't think she's lost like in the last calendar year. And she was number one, right? She went the no shit yeah. distance in the Rumble. It's like, yep. how do you have her do all this? She's body slamming Akira Tozawa on Raw. Yeah. Like in the, how do you have pinning her lose? Sending him like a like a porno star, bro. Yeah. Terrible. He's never recovered yeah. from that. Easily one of the most over talent, not just men and not just women, men and women talents between talent wise, TV wise. Everyone's loving her and Dominic stuff. So, yep. how do you how do you not? Yeah, have her it's, it's Rhea time, bro. It's Rhea's time. Charlotte's um, had plenty of WrestleMania moments. Yeah, and, you know, Charlotte's still working her way to get to, you know, the 17 championships or whatever, 57 championship reigns that she has to get to beat Ric Flair. So she's got to lose them to get to that. So, you know. Hey, you're not wrong. There you go. She's got to keep – she's got to lose eventually. So um, did you see that Rhea updated the – uh your washed uh, thing, because you know, um, Damian Priest did the. You're done. You're washed. Yeah. It's yep. over. Uh, you saw that Rhea did her own. She did her own one of yep. those now. So now she has it. It's over. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's time, bro. It's time. She's 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 ready to go. She's primed. She looks like a million bucks. She's awesome. She everything she does looks good. She's she's uh, another star, and it, it, you know it. The story tells itself. She's gonna be able to get her revenge on Charlotte for taking her championship away from her because it was the NXT title that she beat her for, right? The, yeah, she challenged mean. Charlotte for the yeah. title when Charlotte yeah. won the Rumble. It's like I'm challenging. <laughs> well, I'm the champion. Why am I challenging anybody? That didn't make any fucking sense. That's Vince for you. Um, yeah, and but. Uh, Mr. Mustache Man, whoever, the man who haunts our podcast, Mustache Vince. I love the, as fake as it is, I love it. <laughs> um, yes, so, uh, I'm gonna go with Rhea, obviously. I'm, I'm yeah. excited. To, I'm actually kinda excited to see that match. I know that the build, the thing with, that pisses me off though is that this match could have headlined. It could have headlined if they would have built it properly. Cause like they, they, they have great chemistry. If they would have just had, because the thing is with Judgment Day, it's like they're supposed to be kind of like what Retribution was supposed to be, where they're just causing yeah, havoc yeah. across the roster. Like they're going to SmackDown, they're going to Raw, they're interfering and everything. So, like, if you would have just had Rhea showing up and being a heel and just decimating Charlotte every chance that she got and having them get fired up and having Charlotte doing that fired up promo and stop trying to be like, yeah. Little Miss G.I. Joe and shit, because she's trying to be like super face. Yay, I'm Charlotte and I love the fans now and the fans love me and, you know, I'm Charlotte Flair. Like, no, that, that shit doesn't work for her, bro. Charlotte Flair can be a face, but she doesn't have to be like this cheery mm-hmm. superhero. Like, if you would have just had Rhea be super evil, I mean, not evil, but you know what I'm trying to say. If she had her be a complete heel 
and just attack Charlotte every chance she got, never let up on her, fucking just have them brawling and doing pull-aparts. Like, yeah, you build up that anticipation for that kind of shit. And then you could have been able to have that be one of the headlining matches because right now it's like on the back burner, even though I'm personally, and I know I'm going to enjoy the match because like we've said on this show a million times, Charlotte needs like the right dance partners. And I think Rhea is a perfect dance partner for her. So um, I'm going Rhea. We're going Rhea. And that's it. So as much as I don't want to talk about this match now, we're trying to keep WrestleMania night integrity here. The rumored main event for the night, which has had great build, the WWE Undisputed Tag Team titles are being defended. The Usos will be defending against Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Phenomenal. We've talked about this damn near since November, since War Games. This has been a great build. The Bloodline's the best thing going just in WWE. You can argue in wrestling as a whole. Just everything with the, even the, they didn't make it so obvious as to instantly Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn joined forces. Like they kind of made, not, they, Sami didn't beg, but you know what I mean. Sami had to ask for it. Right. Cody even got involved, was involved in the other main event, everything like that. There's no way the Usos retain these titles. I'm going Sami, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Okay. 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 Um, so two things with this match. Um, I'm in agreement with you on the winners. I think Sami Zayn and KO are going to dethrone these guys. Um, as I feel like the bloodline thing is going to culminate with the championships being all the champions are going to lose their belts. Um, but I don't think this is going to be on Saturday. I think this match is going to open Sunday. Okay. I think this is going to be the opening match on Sunday. That's what I think. Cause I think that they're gonna, cause, cause the thing is, if you dethrone them Saturday, it kind of like, you're gonna be like, oh, well, then we kind of know what's gonna happen tomorrow night with Roman. Now, I don't know if that kind of takes away from the excitement or adds to the excitement, but I think if you have this match open Sunday, um, and then they lose, then the whole pay-per-view, you're like this. You're waiting yep. for that fucking main event because you're like, oh my God. Like it's, it sets the tone. So, um, I'm going to mark here Saturday because it makes sense to have it headlining. Cause honestly, what else is going to headline Saturday? Um, I don't know if they've said for sure where this edge and demon Finn Balor thing is going to end up, but, um, you would think that maybe that would kind of maybe I don't know I don't know nah, if that would headline so. You kind of want your title to headline the show, and this would be the first time too a tag team title match main events. Yeah, that would be. I mean, again, I'm gonna stick to my. Again, I wouldn't be mad. It'd be dope if they did it if they headline because yeah. that'd be really cool because that would elevate the tag team titles, which is sorely needed. Um, even though the Usos have managed to elevate them themselves. But um I think it's gonna be Sunday, but we're gonna go ahead and keep it Saturday. Kind of not KO might potentially back to back two manias in a row. Yeah, dog. That'd be dope. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. But yeah, KO and Sammy, it's it's that story tells itself. And then 
Um, it opens up the tag team division when they do when they do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, it does. Well, we won't have to see the Usos and the Street Profits for the fifty seventh time. Now we'll see. Oh, you know what I was thinking? So again, this is getting way ahead of the game, but when Ko and Sammy win. Um, if they start, I, I know open challenges is like everybody's doing open challenges, but yeah. if they decide to do that, that'd be a perfect time to bring back Randy Orton and fucking Riddle. That'd be perfect time mm-hmm. to bring back RK Bro, um, like on Raw to fucking. That'd be a huge pop. Um, oh, I know God, there's yeah. rumors out there that Randy's supposedly Randy's might make an appearance at WrestleMania. I don't know. They said something about he might show up at WrestleMania, so we'll see what happens there. But I'll speculate um, my Randy thoughts later. Okay. 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 Um, but yeah, I think that'd be a cool, uh, that a would cool be spot though. for them nope. for the tag teams. All in favor so we'll of that. See. Um, now so right now back up. That's, oh, that's one, two, three, four matches for Saturday. So what else do you think might be on Saturday? Or is that, um, yeah, if we want to keep on the subject and talk about it, I actually think, um, Omos and Brock. Okay. But I don't know, but I could also be in like Sunday, like Sunday's WrestleMania. Like, you know what I mean? Like, do you want to save Brock for your main day? Yeah, um, because I think honestly, like, I know it's a two day thing and it's supposed to be like, it's all WrestleMania, but let's keep it real, bro. Sunday is Sunday. the real, the real day, bro. Like it's, it's almost so, like it's, uh, WrestleMania is like the preseason. The Saturday is like the pre WrestleMania, WrestleMania. I actually think the Hell in a Cell match. So if you want to talk about that quick. Okay. Um, So Hell in a Cell, WWE Hall of Famer Edge against the Demon Finn Balor, which another thing I read this morning is the Hell in a Cell is back to its normal color. Nice. Nice. So it's not that red shit no more. Um, I'm really excited for this. Uh, I've heard some rumors about Edge's entrance. I'm not going to say it's a spoil. Um, Okay. But if it's true, if it happens, that would be insane, like really dope. Um, but the demon's the demon. Yes, he lost that one time to Roman. I think we actually randomly talked about that on the last show when he was doing like the hiccuping. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, but um, I think the demon takes this one. I think Edge puts lets uh, puts Finn over here, and I think the demon gets the W. I think we'll get some Damian Priest involvement probably in this somehow. Um, and maybe we'll get some bad. Oh, there's, here's my random sleeper. Damien gets involved, and so does Bad Bunny. As awkward as that sounds, because Bad Bunny's been promoting the game, lives in LA, right? Bad Bunny is going to um, interfere when Damien interferes, and that's going to lead to backlash. Which, for those of you, if you don't know, backlash is in Puerto Rico. Bad Bunny's the cover photo on the poster. Damian Priest is from Puerto Rico. They have a blow-off match there. Random sleeper there for me. Cool. I doubt it'll happen. That's just a Nickism right there. But yeah, so put me down for Demon Finn Balor. Okay. Um, so one thing I will say about this is that the entrances are going to be phenomenal. Like, I don't know about the edge thing, so and I'm going to try to avoid that so that I don't see it online before it happens. But you know the demon. That was one of the things about him that he His was entrance. very like before. Before Finn Balor um, was in WWE, he was Prince Devitt. 
And he used his entrances were like <laughs> half of his. I don't want to say half because he's very talented, but his entrances were like a big deal. Like if you look, if you look up his stuff on YouTube, his old shit. Like he came out once as a Joker. He came out as Bane once, like full Bane gear. He came out as the Joker with the card and the face paint. Like he's his entrances were always very elaborate. So, um, and if you remember his NXT days when he came out as a uh, fucking Jack the Ripper one time, and one time he came out with the chainsaw. Um, I'm thinking that his WrestleMania entrance is going to be pretty fucking epic. So. I'm very much looking forward to that. And uh you got two kick-ass athletes like Edge and Finn Balor in a cage. I'm I'm all set, bro. I really you really don't need to sell me too much on this. Um as far as who's winning, I'm going to have to go with Finn also okay. because I really don't think the demon is going to take a L at WrestleMania, although no. you could say the same thing about Edge. Like it's kind of a toss-up because even if the demon loses, um, I don't really don't think you're gonna see him probably till next WrestleMania. So it doesn't yeah. really hurt. Like you know what I'm saying? It doesn't really hurt him to lose. Um, but really, the demon should never lose. <laughs> the demon should never lose. Like that's a character that should be like unbeatable. You know what I mean? So yeah, I agree. I'm gonna go ahead and um, pick him. So our next two matches are both number one contenders for their respective tag titles. We'll start with the uh, the women first, right? because I know we're not going to spend much time on these at all. You got Ronda Rousey teaming up with Shayna Baszler versus Natalia and Shotzi versus Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez versus Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green. Um, I think this is going to – this could be an okay match. Personally – I want Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green to win because I've been a big fan of Chelsea Green since she came back. I hated yeah. how she debuted. We were bitching about that. But now it all right. adds up. It all, they, they did back it up. It all adds up. I'm happy they're on both. I'm just happy in general that both of these women made the card. Like I'll, That's like a they'll walk down the ramp and I'll be like, I'm happier there kind of thing. But yeah. I feel the obvious answer is Ronda and Shayna. But personally – so put me down for Ronda and Shayna, but personally, I want Sonya and Chelsea. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going Ronda and Shayna for this. Um, uh, one thing I wanted to add here is um, I want to send a shout out to um, Carmella because she's like disappeared because they paired her up with Chelsea Green, and I yeah, I and what I thought they it was were doing. going to be them too. Yeah. yeah, like I liked what they were doing. I kind of liked how they they were kind of like two Karens and shit, like two very. No, hot they're a Karens. good team together. I think. Yeah, like two super hot Karens, um, and I kind of liked that how they 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 work together. And then like she's been off TV for like two weeks, almost three weeks now, and there's been no word about what's going on. So I just hope that she's okay. So, um, because we all know she's been through a hell. Of, she's had a hell of a fucking year already. So yeah. just hoping that everything's okay with Carmela and that she'll she'll be back soon and doing what she loves to do. Um but I'm gonna go with Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler here because number one, because I want to see Shayna Baszler win at WrestleMania and get a title run and be more prominent on TV. I need Shayna Baszler to be WWE women's champion at some point this fucking year. I know it's not gonna happen, but I need it. 
because she, yeah. if anybody deserves a video package like Oscar just got, it would be Shayna Baszler because her run in NXT was fucking tremendous. Like she was beating everybody. She was decimating that roster. And I mean, she was a bully when she was in NXT. And then they bring her to freaking the main roster, and the first thing she does is be a fucking vampire. Like, oh yeah, I don't understand why she's not used more, but um, I need to see it. So I'm gonna go Rousey and Baszler also. All right, and then next on the men's side, I think this one could be a good match: Street Profits versus Braun Strowman and Ricochet versus the Viking Raiders versus Alpha Academy. Um. You're, you're going to probably see some cool spots in this. I think Ricochet actually said that in his tweet. Um, but uh, I'm going to go with the heels here. I'm going to go Viking Raiders. Okay. As random as that is, I think a lot of faces usually win at Mania, and you need those random heel wins. And I think this could be one of them. So you can jot me down for the old Viking Raiders here. But I really don't have nothing else to say on this match. Yeah, I don't understand why they're having number one contenders matches at WrestleMania. Like, it's a little weird. I I know Mm -hmm. they want to get as many people as they can on their show. And that's it right there. Yeah, why the fuck are you having number one contenders matches on WrestleMania? Like, I understand maybe at at a Backlash or Fastlane or one of these other pay-per-views or whatever. I don't think they've had a Fastlane in, like, fucking four years. But this is not the time for that like that that i i don't i don't get it um the only way i would understand it is if like oh if they win this match later on tonight they'll be in added to the tag team match for a title like they shot. did like, too they did that two years ago i remember yeah that would make sense but this is like this is silly so um again i guess it's just a way to get people on tv and that's fine but Men's Fatal 4-Way number one contenders tag match. I'm going to go with the Street Profits. Okay. I think the Street Profits, uh, I think, uh, you know, in singles, they've been on a roll. And they've been kind of quiet lately as a tag team. So uh, I think it'd be cool for them to, I honestly, I just want to see them wrestle Sammy and KO. I think yeah, that that'd be, be a good match. That'd be a tremendous match. So yeah. uh, I'm going to go with the Street Profits. All right. And then while you do that next, I'm actually looking forward to this one for obvious reasons. Six-woman tag match, damage control. So Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Sky versus WWE Hall of Famer Trish Stratus and the WWE Women's Tag Team Champions Hall of Famer Leader and Leader. Lita and Becky Lynch. Leader. Leader or Cola. Yeah, leader. Yeah, um, I feel the obvious answer is to go with the faces. But I've been seeing speculations, and the Monday made it a little obvious. I could see a Trish Stratus heel turn. And, so, uh, full disclosure, I didn't watch Raw. So, okay. what's going on with Trish where they're saying that she might... Just just the vibe they're getting from her and the way she's like kind of presenting herself. If you go back, like... If you okay. go back and think if someone's going to turn, it's going to be her. Um, So you could see the turn here, but you could also see the turn if, say, like a week later, they have a women's tag match and she interferes. 
Um, this one I'm going with who I want. I want to see the younger team get the win. So I'm going to, you can put me down for damage control, but I'm excited. I love Trish. She's still absolutely gorgeous till this day. You love me. Oh yeah. She's... Everything about it. Becky's had her, all these, all three of them have had mania moments. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's kind of like, I want to see, I want to see the younger people get that W here, even whether it's just natural heels winning or if like Trish costs them the match or, or someone Bro, costs Trish, them that. Trish Stratus almost looks better now than she did when she yeah. was younger. Like Trish Stratus was fine back in the day, but her, I don't want to say, but don't, don't take it like I'm one of these. I'm not picking anything apart. God knows I'm, I'm not, you know, I ain't no supermodel, but, um, now when you look at her, she's just like so refined and cut everywhere. Like she just before yeah. she was a little I know she was a bodybuilder before, but like her face was a little like chunkier and shit. Yeah. Now it's just like she's got all these well defined features. She just looks incredible. Um But my thing with this match is like Becky Lynch, I know she's a star and I know they wanted to probably just get her a run with the tag titles, but like, um, why didn't they just give the titles to Lita and Trish? Like if you're going to have Trish there, like why not just have the old schoolers versus the new schoolers? And that shit kind of like writes itself. Yeah. And I like the idea of Becky being in the Trish spot potentially now, and Becky costs the two yeah. old ladies the match and lead to a few that because also Trisha heel is just weird. Yeah, I've never. I don't remember Trish. I mean, the only time I remember Trish kind of being a heel was when she was like the the manager for um, TNA, like when she was the manager for Test and Albert. Like she was kind of like a heel then. Yeah. When she but, was like their manager or whatever, but majority of time has been a face, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't see her like that. So, um, but I guess what they're they're probably gonna just lead to a Trish Stratus Becky Lynch match, which I'm not mad at. So I guess you know they kind of know what they're doing with that. So, but it just made more sense for me to for for Lita and Trish to be the champions than for uh, Becky. But, um, yeah, I think uh, Damage Control is gonna get the the win here. Due to some shenanigans, okay. yeah, okay. I think it's gonna some shenanigans are gonna happen, and it's gonna end up leading to Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus there. All right, next, I'll say it. I'm excited to see this. Omos versus Brock Lesnar. Oh, I will admit, when I first heard of it, was not a fan. The build for this has not been bad. Brock's made Omos look good. Yeah. They did a weigh-in the other night. Uh, Omos was 4'10", and Brock just said, fuck it, and attacked him. Right? Hit a clothesline, like a running, jumping clothesline, did it again. And then when Brock went to pick – because they used, like, the no-shit doctor scale, not like a like a digital one. Brock went yeah. to pick it up and hit him. Omos hit him with actually a good big boot. And the fans just instantly were – like, Omos came off as a good heel here. And the fans went nuts, Grand Suplex, uh, suplex City. Oh, shit. Because you got to think, whether it's a suplex or an F5, if Brock pulls that off, that place is going to go nuts. Oh, Jesus. You know? So, uh, as I think Brock's, Brock's going to get the win. I think so. But I've liked how Omos has looked in this feud. Honestly, I can say that. Um, I think it's not going to go long. 
but no, and I wouldn't be. No. And this is another one I would not legit be five minutes. Yeah, and I would like, not be mad if Omos. I would not be mad if Omos won at all either. Fuck no, but I think Brock. But because here's the thing, I know we said this before, and then I'll give it to you. Long story short, Omos keeps losing these big matches. Like he lost his Bobby feud at Mania. He lost the one to Strowman. Losing the Brock at the end of the day, you're losing the Brock fucking lesson. Like at the end of the day, the human. Um, so that's why I'll never bet against Brock. But maybe it's just, especially since Braun just beat him, I can't picture yeah. Triple H booking Lesnar to lose if Braun beat him. I don't know. That's just me. I, I could be wrong. But I want to, I personally want to see Brock try to get that motherfucker up for an F5. I could also see like, um, so I'm going to go Omas for this. Okay. Um, I could see. Like, I could see Omos getting a flash win, and then after the match, Brock hitting him with Brock. an F5 just to kind of, like, stand tall or whatever, but Omos gets the win. Um, just because for that reason, like, how many times is Omos going to lose the big one? You know what I mean? Like, he's got to – if they're going to pitch this guy as the monster, you know what I mean, then yeah. he's got to eventually win one of these matches. Yeah, you could go on Raw and squash all these losers and beat Dolph Ziggler for the – Poor Dolph Ziggler, Ben. That guy's relegated. Dolph Ziggler's been relegated to just, yeah. he's the guy. I need somebody who can get beat. Send Dolph Ziggler out there. I think he got his ass beat by uh, Gunther on Monday. Oh, he um, got the shit kicked out of him. Yeah, again, I didn't watch Raw, but I did catch some things on Twitter, and I saw that chop that uh, he gave him. Uh, so that that looked pretty brutal. But, um, yeah. yeah, I think it's going to be something like that. I think almost is going to end up getting, like, a flash win. Um, hey, and then Brock the day, is probably gonna go nuts. Brock will go nuts after the match and probably just give him an F five yeah. and get out of there. He's gonna F five somebody, whether it's him or yep. MVP. Somebody's taking an F five. Yep. And then next, another match that's been built up for a long time and finally got payoff last week. Son, father versus son, Ray Mysterio versus Don Mysterio. Ray goes into the Hall of Fame Friday. You know, it's a hell of a weekend in general for the Mysterio. So that's pretty dope. Like, I want to give them that. They're from San Diego, which that's only like an hour and a half to from L.A. So in his home yard, all this, I think it's obvious Dom's going to win. I can't let hmm. Ray, you know what I mean? I can't see Ray being like, no, I'm winning or I want to win. So I think yeah. it's Dom. Yeah, I think this is going to be good. Or this is maybe where this Damian Priest bad bunny shit might happen, maybe in this match. Okay. But yeah, uh, this is, a, yeah, you, this is a weird one for me. Yeah, I don't know. I think they've done good building it. Obviously, it's taken forever to get here, but they delivered in the end. So I'm, I'm going down though. Yeah, it's a weird one for me because it's just it's just like if you're doing an angle where um you know because he said he's gonna take Ray's mask, but if you're doing yeah. an angle where um this guy's taking a mask, usually that's like reserved for um a good guy. Like, I'm yeah. bestowing upon you my heritage, my lineage. I'm bestowing it to you now. You are the man now. But instead, it's like they're going to make Dom what? He's going to win and then rip off Ray's mask or Ray gives him the mask or whatever in defeat and then, like, leaves or whatever. Are they going to hug it out? Or It's weird because the way Dom's been portrayed, he's literally been portrayed like a scumbag. Like, he literally said on Monday, I'm, I'm ashamed of you. I wish Eddie was my father. Like, 
I love it. <laughs> what are they gonna hug it out? No, and, and I love that. Yeah, I'm a fan of it, but like, what do you, how are you gonna, like, what's the pinnacle of the, the, the result of that match? You're gonna hug it out and you can't hug it out after that. So it's weird, but again, I, I, I agree with you. I don't think Ray's gonna be like, nah, I gotta win over my son. Like, that don't work for me, brother. I'm not losing yeah. to my son. Like, <laughs> why would he do that? So I'm gonna go with Dom. Um, and finish wise, I really, I don't know. I just, I'm kind of curious to see what they're going to do there. So I'm actually intrigued yeah. by the match because I want to see like what they're going to do there. Same. Uh, moving on. We got two more left. What we got here is a couple big meaty men slapping meat, looking for another banger after banger after banger, a triple threat for the intercontinental wow. title. Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus versus the intercontinental champion Gunther. It's going to be hard-hitting. It's going to be a great match. Another one that could be match of the weekend. All of that. Um, put me down for Gunther. Wow, okay. Yep, uh, Gunther's going, going to bring Honky-Tonk Drakid. I'll be right I'm back. I'm going with Sheamus. Sheamus is going to get his... Uh, I feel like Sheamus is going to get his Grand Slam title at WrestleMania. And I think he deserves it. Um, not even that I think he deserves it. He definitely deserves it. Sheamus is, uh, he's been doing this for over a decade. Uh, he's been the man. He's been comedy. He's been mid card. He, he, he's done it all in the company. And the fact that he's not a Grand Slam champion, the fact that he's never had the Intercontinental title, um, is very strange to me that he's never gotten a run. So he doesn't have to have a long run. He can, you know, Get the win here, pick up the win, and then, you know, he can pass that, bestow that title upon someone else because Sheamus just had a very long run with it, so we don't need to have another dude having a long run. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to pick Sheamus here because I would love to see him get his uh, WrestleMania Grand Slam moment. That's That's not something that a lot of people can say that they have under their belt, so... Um, the fact that he's right there and all he needs is an intercontinental win to have that, you know, on his, under his quote unquote belt. I think it's, uh, it's definitely Seamus's time. So perfect timing as we were going to move right along from that. I'm going with Seamus to get his grandson. Yeah. I title. don't disagree. Yeah. I don't agree. So, um, I, I don't think that's a bad choice i had my headphones in so i heard all your reasonings and i definitely agree with them i don't think there's anything wrong but lou the icing on the cake the main event to the main event the actual sunday main event the wwe undisputed universal title match world rumble cody Rhodes challenging the wwe undisputed Universal heavyweight champion <laughs> Roman Reigns. So Ooh, I think it's Cody's time. Been waiting for. Yeah, the woes in the woe and Cody's entrance get louder and louder every week. I think Cody's gonna have a million dollars worth of pyro in this entrance, probably. Um, I's gonna have a dope entrance. I think the storytelling in this match, 
Um, it might not be your five star match, as people would say, but I think it's a hundred percent going to deliver. I think it finally happens. I think the reign ends of Roman because then there will be no chief to the tribe or whatever the Cody was saying in that promo. Right. Um, if you're not tracking from Raw, Cody beat Solo on Monday, which that was Solo's first main roster loss. So they've done – I think one thing that bothers me is I get it, Roman. You deserve your part-time contract. Like you put in work for that, right, for years and years and all the hate you were getting. Now you're loved. But I don't know, man. Like I'm not in their shoes, so everything's easier said than done. But, man, you're telling me you can't be on TV every week – the month before Mania. Yeah. Like, they're probably going to have – SmackDown much. hasn't happened yet, so they haven't had another face down. They could have another face down, right? But, like, you couldn't just be here at Raw watching from ringside while Solo fights. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, obviously, I, I can't dig into it, and it's not a shot at Roman. It's just maybe the fan, me, thinking too much into things, like the business. But I still think they've done a good – the promos they've had together have been good on both sides, everything like that. Um, but at the end of the day, man, it's Roman Reigns. Yeah. <laughs> so it sounds fucked. But for some reason, if you hear one, two, three, and you hear the Tribal Chiefs music hit, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm shocked. That's that, thousand, so, that thousand days is damn near right there. So You know what you I mean? Brought but, up- Solo, you brought up the solo match last night, and again, um, I saw the highlights, I saw the finish, and when I saw the finish, I was just like, So it took you two Cody cutters and it took you two crossroads to beat Solo. So, what the fuck are you gonna have to do to beat Roman Reigns? <laughs> Oh, what are you gonna hit him much. with? Four crossroads? You gonna hit him with a uh, five crossroads? Are you gonna be, like what? What are you gonna do to beat this guy? Because it took all that just to get past Solo. You know what I mean? So I don't. I think. See, I was gonna pick Roman as the shock pick to retain, but um, so I'm gonna stick with that. I'm At minimum with, three. I'm going to stick with Roman. Yeah, it's going to have to be a minimum of three crossroads because you beat Solo with two. So you're going to have to at least do a third one. So I'm going to pick Roman to retain here. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go with Roman. I'm gonna now, go let me Roman. ask you. Right. Let me ask you. If he wins, though, are you mad? Nah, because it's just going to... Like, after the Drew McIntyre thing, because um, I was convinced Drew McIntyre was going to win. Like, I think we yeah. were both in agreement. Yeah, I we thought were. for we sure were. Drew McIntyre was winning that. Um, after that, like, it's just like, it's businessmen. They, they're, they're trying to do business. And I know Cody's been built to this level where he's going to take the reins now and he's got to finish the story and all that shit. <laughs> It's tough, man, but I'm just picking Roman to be uh I'm just picking Roman to be different. Cause you know why? You're the heel. You're picked, the heel. Yeah, I've picked against Roman before and he's won. So I'm gonna try to do some opposite juju shit here. 
Because honestly, I'd love to see Cody win, but if Roman wins, I'm not going to sit here and throw a tantrum. But so realistically, um, I will say, oh, sorry, continue. No, go first. No, I will say this. Uh, I don't think Cody's going to, if he does win, I don't think it's going to be a hundred percent clean. I think there's going to be some Jay Uso shit that causes Roman to lose the match if Cody wins. So if we get that, then, you know, I would say Cody's going to win, but straight one on one. I don't know, man. Tribal Chief is taking down bigger, bigger targets than Cody, and he's taking them down pretty clean. So, so regardless, it seems like neither one of us will really be upset with however the main event goes of Mania. Not at all. Realistically, just more wrestling, um, bro. But right, right, quick, two minutes before we go, my Randy Orton thing. So I think Cody mm. wins. I think they have some celebration, right? And um, more pyro. Yeah, well, lots of pyro. But well, I think Randy comes back, and I think Randy's going to be one of Cody's first feuds. Okay. And they're gonna they're gonna rehash that because what I think is going to happen in Puerto Rico at Backlash, I think you're going to have this. I don't think Cody will defend. I think it's going to be this a six man tag bloodline versus Cody in the thing, and that's where I think we mm-hmm. get a Jay Uso heel turn. Right, Roman off TV, okay. and then they run it at SummerSlam, the two of them. Okay. That's cool. just me. That's Nick's thoughts. That's cool. I don't I know if you have that. anything bad. I fucks with that. Nah, um, I think we're going to get Randy on Monday. Um, yeah. I think adding, I think having somebody come out like at the end of WrestleMania, it's that's too much. Unless you're talking about, oh, maybe no, like no, no, no. I think it's going to happen. I think it's going to happen on Raw. The Randy thing too. Oh, okay, yeah. I thought you meant yeah, like yeah, after sorry. the match. Randy oh no, comes no, no, no. Out. Sorry, sorry. No, I no. think that's too much. Yeah, yeah it's Cody. Cody wins fireworks. See you later. Yeah. Anybody expecting something like that? I think that's way too much. Oh, yeah. That's you know, it, it's it's you you want to have him celebrate and win, and that story gets like yeah kiboshed. You know what I mean? You don't want to yeah. add another person. Shit like that is uh, that's some. Mustache Vince shit right there. I like how we do the heads. We don't need that. We don't need any of that. Nope. But overall, I'm amped for this weekend. Oh, yeah. The weekend of the wrestles, part two. It's It seems to be a yearly thing, bro. This is going to be a yearly thing where we just have four pay-per-views in in two, three days. So, uh, yeah. For those those listening. We'll be doing three. For those listening, just weekly wrestling television, right? NXT tonight, Dynamite tomorrow, Impact Thursday, Friday. And ROH. Yeah, and ROH. Friday, SmackDown, Hall of Fame, Ring of Honor. Saturday, NXT Stand and Deliver, WrestleMania Night 1. Then you have Sunday, WrestleMania Night 2. Then you have the Monday After Raw. Then you have NXT. Mm -hmm. Then you have Dynamite. (laughs) <laughs> then you have the Friday, then you have Ring of Honor and uh, Impact. Then you have the, so starting tonight, every actually, day. So starting it's tonight, like, there will be wrestling on TV or streaming, whatever, for seven, eight, nine, ten straight days of wrestling. You can't get a day. You can't get it. And and mind you, this isn't counting GCW. because GCW seems to have fucking three-hour shows, like, Every it's other too much, week. damn it. 
it's a lot, man. And yeah. if you get like fight plus, if you get that fight plus for five bucks, dude, there's XPW and IPW. There's it's, it's, it's madness, bro. It's real. Yeah, it's so. literal madness. But, but we hope you guys enjoy all of it because we certainly will be. And we'll be back next absolutely. week to rehash all of this. Um, 100%. But Lou, where can they find you? You guys already know Lou from the BX, host of the Everything Podcast, co-host of Wrestling is Trash. You can find all my content on the Everything Podcast Instagram page. Click on the Drum IO link, and from there you will get everything you need according to regarding to Lou from the BX. And that was my brother who just made an appearance on the podcast, dropping off my Amazon package. If you guys caught that. (laughs) Um, Yeah. From there, you can get that. Uh, I'm currently working on, I'm working on some things on my personal YouTube page. So if you guys want to follow me on there, that's cool. You don't have to, but I'm currently working on streamlining that page and making that like the home for all my shit. Like I'm trying to get off Twitch and kind of just use I did an experiment earlier in the week with going live on YouTube and I kind of liked the way it went. So, I'm thinking about moving everything over to YouTube. So, you'll see some okay. changes coming okay. very soon. Um and then most importantly, you can follow me, follow the name, you know the deal, and Twitter, Instagram. But most importantly, follow the show. We always thank you guys for following. The views go up. You know, the subscribers go up. So we thank you guys very, very much. So on Instagram, wrestling is trash. At Twitter, wrestling be trash. But most importantly, YouTube. So you can see our beautiful faces at wrestling is trash. Like, comment, subscribe, share, the whole nine. Let us know your thoughts on all of the shows this weekend. What your match of the weekend from everything we talked about is going to be. Or even if we didn't talk about it. Let us know your thoughts and opinions so we can share that in the future. Because like I said, we'll be back here next week. From two wrestling fans, this is our Super Bowl weekend in the wrestling world. Yes, sir. No matter what company you like, everything, everyone loves WrestleMania. I think everyone can agree on that. And with all the shows in general going on from every company, it's going to be amazing. Like in alone, we talked about three great shows that are probably all going to deliver, right? So go out there and enjoy it. But as always... Thank you all. Like, subscribe, shot, uh, follow. We hope you all have a great weekend of the wrestles. Peace. Absolutely.